0: a Good old boy, never meaning no harm. We told you never saw
1: men in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Good old boys. I'm Mark Bark Beef. Today we're joined by Marcus Allard. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Marcus Allard is a is a young but Swedish politician. <laughs> I'm
2: also fr- I'm also a friend of Malcolm. That's why I ended up here.
1: Malcolm's <laughs> your your right hand man, right? Yeah, sort of. You're from Sweden. You're from Orebro. 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 And Ore yeah. means uh, little stone, and then bro means uh, bridge, right?
2: Exactly. That's good. You've done your homework. So Pennybridge, I think, is the sort of direct translation or at least a try to do it
1: the location it looked like uh like very strategic i guess you know because uh, just kind of in the middle of everything and you yeah. have and there was uh, water access all over but, but we'll get into that you're a currently sitting politician in sweden Yes. Uh, yeah. So we have listeners all over. We're very popular in Macau for some reason, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but maybe everyone doesn't know and we're going to go through some stuff about Sweden that it'll sound silly at, for, at first, but I think it's important for, for your story here. All right. So, mm-hmm. so Sweden first thought might be like Ingrid Bergman or Pewdiepie. Yeah. And then now there's these <laughs> more meme companies like, you know, H and M, Spotify, putting those aside. Oh, let's t- let's go to another thing. So you, it, now Sweden, one people might understand, don't understand. So Sweden has a uh, only maybe t- has about ten million people. This is about as many mm. people as say. In the United States, uh, a state like Georgia or North Carolina. Hmm. Now, you may think that I'm like, uh, uh, but let's let's continue. So, what does Sweden do? So, Sweden has Scania, one of the largest, uh, Scania, one of the largest truck makers, Volvo, the largest knife industry, Saab is making jet fighters, uh, drones, armored vehicles, ships, satellites. I, I say this because when you would think to compare this to a state like the United States like uh like Georgia or North Carolina yeah. the swedish people seem very a uh, very productive people hmm.
2: it's uh, well it's kind of hard to sort of <laughs> you're describing a country here so so it's i mean there's a lot to it uh, mm-hmm. but if i am to describe sweden I, I i don't know how how i would do it actually it's like uh, except for well, Örebro is basically the center of the universe, as you all know. It's the origo. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sweden is all around it. Uh, and I think that's about it. Uh, and if you don't know anything about Sweden, well, just check Wikipedia. Uh, but I think most people do know anything about Sweden, at least if they're not from the U- U.S. Um, <laughs> so, 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 so.
1: <laughs> Three, what I meant by all that. And so I think about like, you know Norway, like it doesn't matter if Norway makes the right decisions. I don't know they got this old money and stuff. Sweden's so not like that. These people are real. There's a huge manufacturing. Yeah, we're,
2: base. we're playing on hard mode. If you if, have you played Civilization? Yes. Yeah, so we're playing on Didi, and <laughs> and Norway and Denmark, they're basically playing on sector level. They, they, Norway, <laughs> they, they, they found oil, and now they're just kids with oil. And we we're, we've been doing the hard way all all, all through history, basically.
0: Yeah, one funny thing that happens in American politics is that like we'll have Democratic politicians who like talk about the Nordic model, and they'll they'll talk about like you know oh here's how they do things in Norway like yeah when you find a shitload of oil it seems like that (laughs) that papers over a lot of the problems of of running a state in the twenty first century doesn't it? But
2: but it's pretty similar political system, pretty similar political ideologies and cultures. We are pretty similar, Uh, and by saying that I have to swallow my. Like nationalist, chauvinistic yeah. views against, particularly the Danes. But but you could talk about the Nordic model. But the problem is that Sweden is sort of in the decline. I would argue, um, we used to be like, <laughs> at least how we perceive ourselves, like some sort of a beacon on on many er- areas. Uh, like as you mentioned productivity we have great companies in in comparison to our in relation to our size and all of that but now we're starting fucking up our country basically um and that's a whole i mean you you can can make a lot of episodes on that issue uh, or, or that theme but but we have a we have a great history at least
1: yeah, so within the last hundred years, Sweden at, at different points had it was considered the best place to live at different times. Now, you mm. know, I, I don't. I think you're doing much better than this. But it's funny in America, this was always Detroit, Michigan, mm. uh, which is now today uh, completely ruined. Yep. The only reason, you know when I thought of that, like I could look around like from where I sit in my room, and there are uh, I own lots of things for Sweden. I'm not talking about IKEA. I, I'm talking about things for, uh, like. Guitar and this and that, and it, it's uh, it knives and things. It, it's very, it's why am I thinking about that? Because that's in the back of my mind when I'm thinking about a corrupt bureaucracy that you're dealing with. I'm thinking about people who are extremely productive. Mm. These are people that are making missiles, they're making satellites. That, that I think people feel a, a corrupt bureaucracy worse in a place that's very, very productive. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, maybe,
1: but it's also that,
2: like, what do we mean with corruption if you compare it to like Africa or or some uh, as trump would say shithole country um you would I mean the corruption is pretty clear it's it's obvious you, you see it everywhere and everyone knows it but right. it's really it's like hidden in some strange way it's been channeled through through our institution and and it's uh, but it's also more advanced maybe
1: there are real problems that voters. That you know you as a young politician looking yeah. out of this country a market there are real things that people are concerned with right so there's yeah. skyrocketing housing prices mm. you have immigration uh, whether you know whether it's it's if if it's not corrupt and you know kind of a, a model it, 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 which it may be I don't know mm. we will talk about that it's still very people do have concerns they don't live in they don't live in a utopia right we we do
2: not live in a utopia no absolutely not. And and um, if that was the question,
1: I'm not. I'm not talking about they are country to country. I'm talking about through the eyes of a poli- of a young politician, yeah. where you are looking to serve people's interest. I'm, these these are the kinds of things that get you up in the morning. I, I, I assume, yes.
2: Yeah, it is. And I'm like, since the videos of me from from the local parliament went wi- viral on YouTube and. So, uh, people started contacting me and I've heard so many stories from people who's getting tramped beneath the feet of the system. Um, it's, we have a lot of problems that we shouldn't have. Uh, and in Sweden we have a concept called Sverigebilden, which, which sort of translates to the, the Sweden picture. Like the elite is very concerned about when Donald Trump made his speech and he said like, uh, look at what's happening in Sweden. Sweden, who would believe this? This sort of caused a panic in in the cultural institutions and in the media and in the political institutions here in Sweden. Everyone was talking about Donald Trump. They were obsessed with him, and they were obsessed by the fact that that the Sweden picture was being challenged from another perspective, that that maybe we're not living in a utopia. Maybe there's some truth to, to the fact that we have messed things up. Uh, and especially with migration policies some um, but but it it, it goes uh, it goes for for other political areas as well
0: you're like uh, part of or group party right that's, that's mm-hmm. your party mm-hmm. you're you're like admittedly uh fo- you're focused on issues that matter to to your city yeah n- and not just you know uh, issues with the entire country of Sweden however I, I wanted to Abolbeef and I have discussed like you, the immigration to Sweden. Like on the, the when you look at the the population numbers, uh, yeah. it seems like you've uh, you had an insane number of uh, migrants yeah. in a very short amount of time.
2: Yeah, yeah, we, we've shocked the the, the system basically. Uh, it, it's some sort of a, like a shock doctrine. <laughs> so we we we've received like w- at least one million people during the last ten years or so. And in a, in a country where we have 10 million people, that's a lot of people. And uh, when it comes to like the Örebro party and localist policies and so, it's like, I have the aim to create a new party on the national level, but uh, we have to start somewhere. Um, so that's why we're focusing on what's, what's the closest. But the migration policies are very present here in everyday life in Örebro and in all other cities. Like we have literally Islamists, literally people connected to the Islamic states, running uh, what do you call it for for little kids, uh, kindergartens, uh, and they're running schools and they receive tax money for it, and the and the <laughs> local the local politicians are just like they don't really care about it. They just care about if it comes out to the media. Uh, they they treat these institutions as some. Uh, uh, old, uh, what should we call it? Like some old w- w- ways, um, like the old. Now it starts. Now, now I'm getting problem with finding the correct words here. That, that's a problem you, with twisting doing, my tongue. Okay, <laughs>
1: so. you're doing you're doing great. It, it, the uh, it, it, but, uh, Nordic people in general. Uh, if you're a native English speaker, you feel terrible when you, feel, you hear them speak English because they're you got. Uh, <laughs> You've
0: got better <laughs> enunciation than we do. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm sitting here with Google Translate h- helping me Pretty much, uh, like trinket or like, uh... well,
1: so these, th- this is something that, that, that it's hard to understand before you start getting around these kinds of people and, yeah. and sort of understanding how politics works, uh, that people, they will treat these things that are, uh, that are huge problems for others. Uh, as just whatever their input and output this is one of the things because you know in america we used to hear this uh uh, this is something i never could have understood what they meant until i like really under like where they Mm. said uh uh, something that like left-wing parties that people would say is well if we have open borders then Mm. there'll be more people to organize they could hire more professionals to process them. It, mm. You know, it's just always good. It's like, it would like being, being a soldier and they say war is coming. You'd be like, well, it's good. That's, that's my job. You know, yeah.
2: but yeah, there's like, there's several aspects of the migration. You, you can either use the migrants in order to, you, you, you can exploit them. Like you can give them, uh, and this is true for every country, of course, uh, low wages, uh, you, you can sort of use them as a battering ram towards the working class interests. But, you, oh, but, but 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 the thing that is more interesting when it comes to the Nordic countries and especially Sweden is that we have had we had this social democratic model with with a lot of generous welfare benefits which I think is great, uh, but when you marry that to the, this extreme migration policy you sort of create a synthesis a synthesis that is uh, you, you sort of create a cocktail like a mixture which is uh, it, it, the results are insane. So, so you have a lot of people that is just on on welfare tickets. Basically, they're not working. They're 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 not even, they're not even engaged in the productive sector. So you you can't talk about like the uh, sort of the reserve proletariat in in Marxist terms. We have something new here to deal with, like a new sort of class phenomenon, which is um, it's not connected like directly to the production. Do you really get what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: Yes, yes. Yes. Well, this this is one of the wonderful products of the American uh, academia. Uh, that was a uh, no. Sorry, oh, no, no, not not there. I you you brought the Marxist things. So yeah, the, I, just, <laughs> I was I was reading this morning. I sent Merrick this morning. There was a. A uh, terrible professor, um, Amer- uh, uh, mm-hmm. Mark Hughes, and he the the words he used for these things because he, he was talking about. He said, "Look, we're I know we're Marxists, but and we're supposed to do you know the working class. They have these grievances." Mm-hmm. And he, he said two funny things. He said, "Um, so first off, like the more like uh the better the society is, that's kind of like worse for us, right? Because and, and that's very and that's not and that's very obvious, right? So like people, <laughs> there's um
2: who said that." Who said that? Did the, did, did the professor say that?
1: Uh, Herbert Marcuse.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Herbert. Yeah. And mm-hmm.
1: so, and then he also says, we're going to, 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 organize. He said, so I know the people that we normally were supposed to do are the, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, the, this working class. And he says, but in this case, because of these reasons, we're going to organize the, um, educated, young educated professionals. And then also what he calls, uh, the ghetto population.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That, that that that's pretty naive because and I I used to be part of the Swedish left and Malcolm too. That that was when we met. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, we had similar thoughts. Like, and I think it's very Swedish because Sweden has been an extremely homo- homogenous country. We 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 haven't had so much multicultural, uh, well multiculturalism at all. Um, so it's it's like asking the the fish how is the water today the fish won't understand because they ha- haven't experienced anything else than just water i mean water is water so if you ask a swede does swedish culture exist a lot of swedes would say no it doesn't exist because we, we take it as something granted We doesn't <laughs> yeah. even like we can't even perceive the concept of of, of swedish culture or or other cultures so uh, but now we've quickly come to realize that well there are different cultures um, and Sweden is an extreme country compared to other countries in the world uh, when it comes to, like, values and cultures, and especially when it comes to the countries where most of the migrants stem from, like Somalia, uh, I don't know, Iraq, you know, the Middle Eastern countries, the Northern African countries. It's right. very, very different from, from like, Scandinavian culture. Um, so, and it's, So the thought of, like... Oh, it's great. We, we receive a lot of migrants. Maybe you can help us doing a proletarian revolution. I'd say, it's it's a pretty <laughs> absurd thought. I mean, and a lot of people in the in the Swedish left they're sort of like extreme feminists and stuff. It sort of doesn't add up with with a Middle Eastern way of looking at those issues. Like, yeah. uh, are you should you? Well, you know, woman emancipation, homosexuals, all, all of this stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, the thing is, looking up it, this is a small thing, but Orabros. This is where Bernadotte was. Um, for, for whatever reason, this one. This was where he was uh, <laughs> have you,
2: crowned. Have you, read, have you read this on Wikipedia or what is it? It's, it's, it's <laughs> well, funny. It's funny you, you mentioned that that stuff. I mean, no one cares. Yeah. But well, it's
1: true. That's true. We've talking about Bernadotte a lot as an right. ideal politician. Why? It was like so. Bernadotte got the job because everyone was scared of <laughs> Napoleon, and they said, yeah. "Well, this guy's Napoleon's brother-in-law. If yeah. we make him the king, Napoleon won't invade us." Yeah. So, so they do this, and what what does Bernadotte do later on? He he says, "Well, now I am king of all Swedes." And he takes and he takes Sweden side over Napoleon, and mm. once Napoleon's lost power, and that is something that like that is being an ideal leader in my mind.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, I mean, uh, I don't think people thought that that was like the the first thing that he would have done. They would say, oh, you know, he would have much more loyalty to France yeah. or this than that. He's mm. like, no, I'm now I am king of all Swedes.
2: I'm surprised uh, that you even know know about him. It's like that that's he's he's like a nobody in swedish history if, if you would ask anyone here
1: i know it <laughs> come to him by by swedish history that's what i don't think it was funny cuz but but he is, he is i mean he's a minor figure but uh he, yeah. there's certainly books about it in terms of politics and military
2: and things there there's a statue of him in my grandfather's park in central örebro like a huge statue
1: even today from my i understand uh and so this guy so he he got the <laughs> job by uh you know what uh, uh napoleon's really scary we want to keep him out of here get his brother-in-law make him the king uh even to this day uh that is still the line of the, the swedish uh, uh uh monarch
2: yeah yeah it is it's just a it, they don't have so much power they're just a as I tried to find the word before, but like some sort of a trinket, some sort, some, some sort of a like a decoration or something. Like, yeah, uh, when I try to, ex- yeah, when I try to describe how the political elite treats the institutions, they, they they treat it as some sort of a decoration in in the window.
0: You have to understand as Americans, uh, because like we, when we like from a very young age, or actually this might this is true. People our age, maybe maybe now like uh the way they teach history in america might be different but yeah. like we're inculcated with these like extremely republican values like when we hear that somebody has a king we mm. imagine that the king has a lot of power even if he, if he has absolutely none mm. right and, you know because or, or like an uh, example of the like british royal family like americans love the british royal family yeah we, we, we love well, them more well, than the, the british the,
2: to- the brits are very different they actually got power the monarchy there got power uh, in Sweden, they don't have any power well, they have a lot of money uh, if, if we talk if we talk about welfare benefits, we, we can talk about the king and the, and the monarchy like they receive shitloads of money from the state and from the taxpayers uh, just to be pretty on photos and be like a tourist attraction. <laughs> it's, it's It's really pathetic when you compare it to the kings of old, you know, all the warrior kings we had, like the, these <laughs> dictatorial sort of super, Kings yes. like, this is, yeah this
0: is kind of far this is kind of far afield of the subject but like why do you think that some countries in Europe keep these people around like is it
2: oh uh, it's a good question I think it dates back to like when the social Democrats tried to build hegemony and they sort of uh, they like they entered the institutions which they thought was necessary and they then they kept like the monarchy as Sort of emptied on its content, just kept kept the outside of it, or how should I describe the, the it?
0: legitimacy it... of the of the monarchy?
2: Yeah, well, they just kept it as uh, once again as a decoration.
1: I mean, uh, you would have I mean, so the nationalist of that country if i was a nationalist of any of these countries that had a king uh Uh, even if it didn't make sense i would say no you don't touch that uh yeah
2: (laughs) that's exactly how they are i mean a lot of people who like me will listen to this and they will say what are you against the monarchy and i would suggest but because a lot of people like the king uh and he's like uh, really it's Kind of a profile. He went. Um, it said that he's went. He went to a strip club like some years ago, and <laughs> then the media found out. And then they asked him, "Have you been to a strip club?" And it's like, "It's obviously that he's lying." And he's like <laughs> bending his knees, nodding. And he's like, um, "No, I do not think so." And Everyone's like, "Well, we all know that you did this, but no one cares." It's like he's just a, a funny guy going around. Yeah, uh, like that's, meme, well, meme material, basically. Well,
1: well, that's the thing about monarchy is uh, it, it's uh, people people sort of know that uh, you know you sort of get what you get. Yeah, uh, uh, and and, you, and he's still the king. Uh, if he's got, if hopefully he's got a lot of brothers and uh, and you know they can uh, uh, kill each other who gets to be the next <laughs> king or whatever.
2: But it's not but, it's not like that anymore. That, that's so unfortunate. Is it that that's the problem? Uh, we have that kind of political drama within. We do not kill each other, not yet. But uh, I mean, the, the drama—the the, the the place where where the stuff happens is within the, like the party politics. We. <laughs> We, we we sort of jumped off the issue didn't we we, we went from uh, Yeah, we did a lot localist <laughs> parties and then we ended up right. with discussing this uh, this uh, yeah this king.
1: yeah uh, <clears throat> okay we when you look up your views and and, mm. and and your party uh you saw a thing that we talk about a lot so whenever there is a really great politician in history uh we'll we we'll go to yours so they'll it, they'll say well, we're not sure if it's right-wing or left-wing exactly yeah so you will see this all through so every that, great that, leader
2: that's Sorry, what God. they say about me that's what they say about me like yes. the, the right-wing politicians are like oh this is a fucking marxist leninist we should abol- abolish him from the municipality we should kick him out and then you have the left-wingers they sort of screaming about that i'm a fascist and a nazi so I I usually a response that I'm I'm the whole Molotov ribbentrop pact packed in one person. It's sort of you, you, you get a lot more f- uh, by welding for me. You like you get like both. But now
1: and, and like there's a but th- that that is important and and you can't so I can say that because uh, uh, so everyone has put that on you and what you will see in history. So the really great leaders there will be a section in their in whatever in their Wikipedia or whatever thing they will say that and then they will say well. Forget. Maybe he's not a communist or, or whatever. Hmm. Uh, they'll just make his last name and then ism. So you know, one day when you're when you're seventy years old, they'll say there's Allardism.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly the term that Malcolm is trying to push for. Like Marxism Allardism. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's trying to make, make it a meme. Like, yeah.
1: I mean, if you're if you're young, you know, my first thought was like, well, okay, so if he's not this or he's not that, well, we must be like. Uh, a different thing that's just like that, you know. It just must be an obscure one, like Posadism or something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> that people people don't even know about. But what, what is that really? Okay, that really means that this is someone who's at, who's actually working for real human beings, real people. They're not serving a a quote-unquote ideology, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I know what you mean, and we speak about this a lot in Sweden because the old political map is sort of obsolete nowadays, and I think that goes for the whole West. Uh, if, if you're trying to, you have these, like, safe spaces where you can, can conduct the, uh, the war of, of yesterday, like in your grandfather's, un, uh, grandfather's uniform, you, you can sit there and say like, oh, we must we must crush socialism. Like yes. it it has been crushed for the last 30-40 years. Uh, but but it's sort of a, a identity. Like if you go to the left wing they're the same, like they think that they conduct some sort of anti fascist struggle 80 years after the world war. Uh, it's, uh, so we have a new landscape and I think that if you are to analyze the political contradictions you, you should analyze it in terms of like in, in, in material terms and that will make I can take an example uh, on our introductionary courses in, in the party uh, there's like from um, on, on the front row um, there's like one Marxist Leninist and besides him there's a a former social democratic union uh, worker Uh, and besides him there's like a a, a, some sort of a capitalist who's been voting for for like the right-wing moderate party his whole life and besides him there's like an old lady who's recently engaged in the sweden democrats which is the the so-called right-wing populist party Uh, and we have all of these figures in the party so we attract we attract people from from a lot of different uh, political positions uh, and i think the reason is that we're trying to to put like the like, like the concrete issue at the center we we're not like well as a socialist you have to we, we have to analyze this problem and we have to impose this kind of solution or as a as a populist we have to do this we're we're more like um how do we figure out a solution on this problem uh, that can benefit uh, the, the most possible people. No. Do, you, do you understand what I'm trying? Oh, oh. absolutely.
1: <laughs> okay, you know, good. In the United, so United States, so we like uh, there was something I was angry about yesterday. Mm. So there was uh, uh, so we had Donald Trump, the reign of Donald Trump. This article came from people, the people he used to to fill out his presidency and there was an article they published uh this was the heritage foundation this Mm -hmm. was a uh a think tank and that had worked with him and what one of the things that donald trump did was he he put a heavy tariff on chinese um uh washing machines
2: Uh, okay just the
1: washing machines because Mm -hmm. uh in the united states there were a lot of Guy there were a lot of there were a lot of washing machine factories and these people love donald trump they voted for him and also their jobs were being threatened from chinese uh, washing machines Mm. and so this seems very easy okay so we will limit imports of the chinese ones these people that love me that vote for me that support me will keep their job Mm. uh no this is not what the, the the established conservative parties they said well the you know this is you're this is leninism mm. <laughs> yeah you, you have to let the free market mm. <laughs> and, 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 and the, you know and the, the, every argument was like well look what you're doing you know so mm. all these things that you're talking about not like the finance industry is not support your your guy all these things mm.
2: that supposedly would be but exactly they're putting their identity and their ideology first instead of like Putting the material interests first and letting the ideology be be shaped by that.
1: Yes, the all these extra steps are, are where a lot of problems come. You know, mm. if you're hungry, eat a taco. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, this is Go back to basic. And the, the, this was the uh, this
2: was the principles of the old working class movement, like the old social democratic movement in in Sweden as well. They didn't engage themselves. Uh, and uh, in in that movement because they like loved the idea of the socialist utopian society they engaged themselves in this movement and in the party because they worked like 12 to 14 hours a day and it sucked and they wanted to to find a solution on the problem and and they did it through through the organization of the social democrats Uh, and then i mean all this ideology romantic narrative stuff it's it's like the superstructure it's, it's it's like it comes second
1: yeah they have that word they can use when they want to go back to the the uh to the, the library and ignore reality of uh, bourgeois like hmm. bro, that's bourgeois politics that's bourgeois this that's bourgeois that hmm. but pe- people people says
2: that are, are they tend to be politically irrelevant like the people who, who can afford to have that kind of view and have that kind of you know arrogant it's a really arrogant attitude actually, like no, you shouldn't you shouldn't help people because it's the wrong ideology. You shouldn't solve this problem because it's the wrong sort of identity that you're pushing for. Uh, that is people who are in a different class and people who can afford to not try to solve the problem. Um, people below, like below deck, people on the ground, the vast majority of the population. They don't have that kind of privileged position, if we are to put it like that.
1: Yeah, to get to matters that are going on now, before I would go into uh, this story uh, that we've always talked about before, but I, I saw something in the Swedish paper where the Sweden government was naming places that, I don't know what they meant, but so they said that Oxhagen in Orbro, yeah, was dangerous, and they said Vavala was especially dangerous. Yeah. Is, is that what they meant what 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 did they mean? what was that?
2: That is areas in Örebro, uh that are well it, areas where criminals and clans and um, parallel like societal structures are are like the hegemony sort of like we we don't have control of these areas anymore. the police are afraid to go in um, people in the area are. There, uh, it's like migrant areas where, like, clans and Islamists and criminals rule. They rule the streets, um, and people are are suspicious about our institutions. People are suspicious towards the Swedish state, towards the Swedish society, towards the Swedish culture, to, towards the police, and so on and so on. So it's it's our migrant areas, basically. I see. And uh, yeah, well, to, to go back to to what Donald Trump said, look at what's happening in Sweden. Who would believe this? And I mean, it's a lot of truth in that in that sentence.
0: Yeah, there have been some buck wild stories out of Sweden in the last ten years, like uh, gr- uh, people fighting with grenades and automatic weapons, yeah. which uh, like that. If you live in America, if you live in America, and, like LA, that's just that's. That's Tuesday but uh, that's...
2: Yeah, well, well you have you have you can carry guns in America we can't it's <laughs> yeah, like, exactly like yeah. for
0: you guys that's not that's that's not something that's in your wheelhouse I
2: remember growing up we were like you know bullying the guy in the in the gang who who, who uh, he was who, who locked his bicycle we were like, what the fuck are you doing why are you locking your bicycle We, we didn't lock our doors when we went outside It was like we didn't have to. Why, w- why would someone steal a bike that's that's absurd uh, and, and, and it's not like I, it's not like I grew up in like a uh, uh, upper class area or something it was a simple middle class area um, and that has changed a lot yeah um, these
1: these decisions these bureaucrats make um and and, and whoever made uh uh, reality comes to your door with this kind of thing. Mm. I,
0: I want to ask him the, the same question I asked Malcolm and see and see what his answer to this was. You know, in the United States, we also have uh, extremely high immigration. Not, I, I guess, not not up the rate that you guys have, because mm. you have like like twenty percent of your population's foreign born or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But uh, so in the United States, it's pretty it's pretty simple. We we like immigration from Latin American countries mm. for cheap labor. Yeah. That's not really what happened in Sweden, right? You're not bringing in people to, to, you know, to, to work as baristas.
2: No, well, we have that also. But it's, uh, a, a lot of people are, as I said earlier, they're coming to Sweden to enjoy the welfare system. And, and they don't have to work because like, this system was structured for, for the social democratic, hegemonic uh, era. When like the the unemployment rate was like one or two percent, and everyone who who could work, everyone who wasn't retarded had to work, and even the retarded people had to work. Like everyone worked. Um, but it's not that. Uh, it's it's not those That's that uh,
1: Protestant Sigma grind set. <laughs>
2: But It's it's, it's, not, it's not like that anymore. It's, it's so so. But, but but we have these uh, like the welfare systems that they're still there. You you can still enjoy uh, going on welfare. It's, uh, without getting without going to work um, i'm getting do really you? pissed that i can't find the correct words like i'm <coughs> i'm used to speak fluently on my native tongue and then and then i'm sitting here trying to tr- do the translation in my head and i can't find the words so i'm getting really annoyed but uh, uh, i think that one of the main issues for the migration to sweden is that we don't demand anything about from from these migrants you you don't, have, you don't even have to work it's it, it's that simple and then and then some some migrants end up in a situation where they're getting exploited like they're illegal then it, it's different when it comes to different groups and like the somalians they have this network here in sweden so they help yes. each other they have the clan network um there there's like services you can go to as an afghan if, if you have a lot of money you can sort of contact a company basically to get you smuggled to sweden and get the right papers and um, they've also started recently getting people on the inside of the institutions, and they've also founded a new Islamist party here in Sweden, uh, who's aiming to to gain representation in some municipalities. Maybe they will gain representation in Örebro, and and the danger with that is that then they will get access to well, quite valuable information that is needed in order to to build this sort of migrant dual power, to build this parallel. Uh, structures which they are constructing already, but the, this will increase the uh, the development. And uh, so, so it's not like in the U.S. where you find uh, like illegal immigrants getting exploited by the, the the class who buys their food from the Fedora, or I don't know what the equivalent <laughs> is, but you know this uh, morally. Uh, superior people who vote for the humanistic policies and then at the same time they wouldn't even they, they they would they would scream out loud if if there was a migrant kid in their school you know this hypocritical uh, tweeting class
1: yeah there's a um <laughs> uh, there was an article i posted the other day of uh this woman said well you know if i don't cook and i and i have these people bring uh these you know these migrants they bring um my food to me and then mm. I can spend all evening um, uh, yelling at, at Trump voters on online, yeah. that's a funny <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But, but our, is. our immigration is, is, is certainly, we don't have a, a huge culture shock uh, a version mm. that you guys, which is… Uh, that's- well,
0: uh, yeah, but that's, I think that's mainly because, this is funny because, you know, if you look at, at the foreign born population of the United States and Sweden, we're not very far behind them, and like we, but we, but the, I guess the difference but, is but, that we've but, had. We share a
1: the- relate. I mean, so people from Central and South America, they're they're still Christian. But but you're yes.
2: you're still. Um, I mean, the United States is like, it's quite a big country compared to Sweden. You have a lot of cultures in your country. Uh, Sweden is extremely extremely homogenous We 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 can't even like uh, conceptualize uh political autonomy we we don't even know how, how, yeah. to, how to conceptualize anything else than a central state we're, extreme, extremely, we're extremely extremely centralist we are extremely extremely homogenous. that that is like so it's yeah. so, 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 such a contrast
0: to, yeah that that's where I was going with this is like the you know our country by the, like the by design you know yeah. our federalism it's kind of designed to to deal with this because we are like, I hate to say it because the libs love, like, we're mm. a nation of immigrants, but like, we, we, you know, we are a settler, we are. We're, we're a settler nation. It's like, we can, we are able to better adapt to this than, like, say, you think a country like Sweden, mm. where, as you said, it was a homogenous place. It was, an, it, it, it was, or I guess it could still, it's a nation state in the mm. traditional sense, right? Mm. Yeah. And you're just dumping all these people here in a very short amount of time who have nothing in common with you guys. Yeah. Exactly. So, well, well,
2: yeah. I don't know what to say. There's a lot of problems <laughs> with it. So, but but it's just one of the issues facing our country today. So, but ha- have we done a proper presentation about the blue party, or have you have Malcolm already like spoiled everything? Have you have, have you spoken about this before? It's like oh, it's, no. pe- people Go w- for. will 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 wonder why why are you speaking about the, <laughs> this this like little shit party in in this like non-important country in the corner of the world like who cares like what's the?
1: (laughs) I mean I don't think they would be shocked if they listened to it because our focus really is and I I love it I don't know if it's still on your Wikipedia they even said localism and and that's not funny thing about that is it's not really ideology it just means Mm. uh uh, it really means what politics is supposed to be. You're serving the people that mm. support you, but, but you are a politician. I should let you do the politician thing now. Well, tell us
2: about it. Where should I start? I don't know. I founded this party in 2014 when I was expelled from the left party, when me and Malcolm made ourselves impossible within the ranks <laughs> of the left party. Because it was, yeah, I'm pretty ashamed when I sort of read what I said and look at what I did and so on. But I, I, I've evolved some levels since then. And changed some opinions, especially about migration and, and crime and so on. Uh, but nowadays, it's, it's so so. It sort of started off as a left-wing group, really alienated from like everyday life of, of Swedish citizens. And then we we started like, well, if we are going to 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 uh, grow, we need we need votes. And how do you get votes? Well, you need to fix problems. Uh, so, you sort of went from this sitting with a red wine in your right hand, discussing whether a Soviet union was a was it a workers' socialist utopia or was it a degenerate workers state you know all these <laughs> crappy theorist uh, discussions which you probably have that on the right wing side as well uh, and then we just went to like concrete local problems like th- this road here is it 's constructed in the, in, the, in a bad way the, the people have to uh they or maybe they're going too too fast on this road and it's a school right here we we need to decrease the, the 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 what do you say the speed limit yeah the speed limit um uh, like that, on that level or, this goes back to something
0: yeah? yeah you alluded to earlier where you're the you know the material reality is yeah? supposed to inform you know your your ideology or whatever like you can if you're if you're a politician and you say like okay i'm going to be laser focused on whatever like problems are bothering the the, the people who are like the lives of the people who are going to vote for me who i represent like you're you're eventually going to find your way to like to like saying the sane and like be truthful political ideology because you have to just Mm. by virtue of of doing your damn job
2: yeah Yeah. it's just that it comes second (laughs) the ideology forms from like your political practice
0: if you if you took somebody from like a hundred years ago in the united states Mm. They would probably completely agree with that. However, mm. we we kind of view politics the other way around now, and and I think that I think I, you could probably blame the. I mean, I hate to say it, but, like, you know, the people with the red wine in the right mm. hand, they talk, mm. <laughs> just kind of like, do you uh, talking about the USSR or, mm. uh, you know, the, <laughs> South Africa or, or, you know, whatever your particular flavor of ideology well, they're is. They're
2: sort of platonist in, in that sense. Like, they're, they're trying to find the perfect form in the idea world. And they do, they, they, then they want to imitate. They want to create the like, perfect political <laughs> format. Like, the, you can't do that because that's against the perfect form. Yeah,
1: even in in the Russia, the the lifeline they got is that the uh, whatever what's the king uh, King Nicholas, whatever. Uh, he didn't say, Yeah, the czar. czar. Yes. Uh, he ruined his his economy by giving hmm. the uh, the vodka budget. He couldn't pay the military <laughs> for like six months. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know if you can replicate that. That's a that's a pretty juicy thing. But okay. But but if if we take another Russian example, you have
2: like the you know the Lenin and the tea water. Like the Bolshevik, they, they campaigned to get like tea water in, in, in the factories of Petrograd, that, that's how they grew the party ranks, they didn't stand on the box shouting about the revolution. They the, uh, the, the <laughs> yeah. started with small, small problems. It's like it's like in World of Warcraft. You you don't go killing a Onyxia or a dragon like when you start with level one character. You you go to like the the inn and you ask the, the staff at the inn what what should I do, and they tell you to kill some rat in the in the basement. Not even kill it. You, you you have to catch it because but but you're such a lousy player because you're you're like level one. So that's a challenge for you. But you do your best and you catch the rat and you go up to the staff and you give the rat to them so they can make a soup out of it. Or something, and, and then you get like experience. So you level up to level two, and then you have to kill a <laughs> wild boar, and so it goes on and on and on. And then eventually you'll stand there uh, killing a dragon. I don't know, but but so so the politics is sort of the same. Uh, you have to start with with the problems that is facing you here on the local level. And I'm I'm my purpose is not to like to, to sit here in in Ur-Bru the rest of my life. I want to create a new national party i mean a party on the national level that probably would be populist in its essence uh, and by populism i mean like trying to represent the the vast majority of the swedish people from from the point of view of the swedish people
1: uh, uh, well hang on then, so yeah. you know if you're the governor of orbro you get to live in that castle <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you're well <laughs> uh, Yes, but but that is also like
1: um, <laughs>
2: it's co- it, it, It's actually true. Uh, have you read up on, on, on this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is a, a, absurd facts that you got. But yeah, if, if you're if you're the sort of Landshövding, as it's, as it's called, you, you you get one of the towers in the castle uh but but that is like a a promotion sort of a retiree promotion that is given on like a symbolic level from the government after you've done your services for the corrupt elite you get to get your tower get your castle
0: wait do you, you don't get to live in the tower though
2: i don't get to live in the tower no i live in a simple <laughs> apartment from the folk hem area
1: orbro has this beautiful castle there right? and yeah. if, if you whoever is the, the governor that they, they get that what you said is uh, very important there because uh, something that we've tracked over over history that all these great populist politicians is that um the mo- the one that we like a lot is Huey long and so when Huey long mm. is in state politics he's already written a book that says this is what i'm going to do when i'm the president
2: mm.
1: <laughs> and what's something that you see a lot is that as soon as someone that's doing this says actually i don't think i have any plans for higher office i kind of i feel like mm. i have this market cornered and i i don't want to go national i want to be local low I, I, but you know they're very very successful at one level and they say i have no interest in going higher that's usually they're not even going to get to keep their local. That's usually a, a a sign of bad things.
2: If you had played World of Warcraft, you would be familiar with the term "twink." They they, they stop. They, they, they <laughs> that
0: means something <laughs> different in the United States market.
2: <laughs> they they stop leveling. Like they 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 want to stop leveling at level nineteen. You just be dominating in the battleground at that like level. Uh, <laughs> but 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 yeah. You have to always increase your experience and always get a new level, um, and, uh, and I think you're right. If, if, you, if you stop aiming higher, you will become irrelevant, because a lot of the problems here in Örebro are of course related to not only the national parliament, the, the riksdag, but also, and especially in a lot of er, uh, areas, um, the European parliament. Like we're, I, I want to leave the European Union. I think it's, uh, I think it's bad for Sweden, um, and you can see this in a lot of issues. Uh, so, so you have to sort of grow bigger and bigger and bigger to solve these problems. But should, should I are are we finished with like sort of presenting the party or
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, uh, unless you have anything. I mean it's all, it's all yours.
2: Well, well the relevant uh, fact here should be that we're we're neither left or right. We're just trying to focus on localist issues right now like for example, uh, decreasing the politicians' wages, uh, implementing <laughs> free uh, health uh, what it's called, free free dental care. Uh Trying to abolish, like, the what is it called? Uh, hang on, Google translate this. Uh, a waste. <laughs> it's called waste. Well, a waste. You know, the polit- politicians, they're, they're wasting our tax money on, on unnecessary shit, like big statues of apples made out of chrome. I don't know. Uh, extremely expensive art. Uh, they're they're building monuments they're building like irrelevant stuff Uh, we want to decrease this and instead increase the um, the budget for like healthcare schools you know all the boring stuff that people care about
1: one of the things that you guys have talked about is that a lot of these public works uh, exist just to be a there's a lot of these things that look very shiny but they really mm. just provide maybe lots of jobs and stuff Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the, but they like uh, i guess what i'm saying imagine the most beautiful uh, city bus you've ever seen but no mm. one actually rides it this doesn't actually serve anyone's interest you know yeah and and
2: i mean the purpose of the party is sort of to represent the productive classes in some term and, and by what do I mean by that? I, I mean both like the working classes but also the people who, who run companies the people, even the capitalists they're, they're productive in some sense, they are I mean they're necessary for for the economy to thrive but, but uh, me and Malcolm talks about, uh, we have come up with this expression called the transferiat, which sort of means that transferiat uh, like, like a new form of, of class that they as, they live as, off
0: of government transfers, one way exactly, or the other. Exactly,
2: exactly. And there you got like the, the artists, well I mean the doctors and then the, the, the nurses and the, the teachers, they, they live off of government trans- transfers, uh, but, but they do something valuable. They do something good for society. Uh, but like artists, a lot of journalists in Sweden, they're dependent on government subsidies. Uh, what have we got? Like all these made-up jobs like how do I translate this like a, a, a gender scientist?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like, like yeah, multi, trust me. Multi,
2: yes, you, you got like multicultural strategists. You, you have these strange titles and all these like bosses in municipalities and regions, uh, people who don't really contribute that much to society. They're just parasitical. Uh, they are our enemies we want to decrease their the transactions to to them so we can increase the transactions to our uh, to our constituency to, to the productive classes that, there there is the conflict and the modern day left uh, they used to represent like 50 60 years ago they used to represent the working classes but they don't. today, they they represent these tra- the the Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, you've been listening so far, so this is where things are are getting more serious because now we're not talking about just Sweden. because these problems yep. he's described, if you I mean, if you're if you can understand what I'm saying in English, uh, then you know exactly what he's talking about. And the, mm-hmm. in this in, in this model, and um and Marcus is ahead of other people on this problem. This is the problem everywhere in the West. You know it. And so now and 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 this is and I and I think Marcus is someone that's taken that that's uh, they've been thinking about this for a long time and they have very, mm. I think you guys have very good ideas about this issue. Um, you know, this thing about these, these people that that not contribute anything, you know, that had different levels of, of being, of being an issue at different times. Right. So mm. I, I worked, I worked at a company not too long ago and where, uh, so they had an IT department, right? Mm. Computer janitor. Yeah. Now the IT department, they would, uh, they would sort of fix everyone's computer and all the other departments. And oh, but over time, they sort of filled it up where they had to fill it up with all these people that have to be hired for to satisfy all these um, quotas basically, government requiring you to hire useless people with sociology degrees and things like that, Mm. right? Yeah, and then at at some point, they could the IT department could only service the IT department's IT needs. And so there was there was no like uh, you know uh, they're given a budget they're given all like you know uh, 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 sixty people to do a job mm. they're just sort of a a, a a a just a leak all the other departments had to make their own IT departments and then there was just this place where these people were fixing their own computers. To fix their own computers.
2: No, you're you're describing that th- this mechanic is, is very present in the whole West, I think, and especially in the municipality of Edinburgh. Like you have a lot of bureaucrats, and their solutions to all, all the so-called problems is always to hire more bureaucrats or to raise the wages of the bureaucrats. And and one important thing here is not we're not only talking about quotas for like the these classes with with their university degrees. We're also talking about like, how the ideology is used as a battering ram to, to, to like, further this class interest. Like, if you would ask uh, a medieval priest, why should I give food to you? He would say, like, well, if you're not, you will burn in hell and die. Or maybe the <laughs> other way around, I don't know. But, but it, it will be bad for you if, you're, if you do not provide for me. So I need taxes from like, these poor peasants. And they're basically they're paying for ideology. That's what they're paying for. I don't don't think that God really cared about whether this peasant gave cheese to the church or not. I think if you believe in that stuff, maybe he cared about how how you act as like morally or whatever. But the 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 mechanic is sort of the same today with these people. Like, why why should we give money to to? uh, this, this multicultural strategist, gender scientist, whatever. It's because if you don't, you're a racist and you hate mm-hmm. women and you hate homosexuals and you should be crucified and you should burn in hell and die. That's that, yeah. that sort of the argumentation from, from these people. Like They, they use the ideology. They, they use this political correct ideology in order to just uh, legitimize why we should give money to them.
0: Yeah, everybody in the West is stained with the original sin of racism and colonialism, mm. so you, you need
2: to you need to, so, so, uh, uh, to uh, uh, yeah. that's So they have a material interest in not fixing the problems also. You can never finish, you can never, like, in Sweden there's not controversial, it, it's not controversial being a homosexual. It, it's, it's not controversial that, that women should earn as much as men or, or whatever but but that's a problem for these people so they have to invent new problems within the framework of this ideology in order to keep money in order to keep like <laughs> to answer the question why they are needed
0: yeah yes yeah exactly like, if, if we're going back to the you know the subject of migrants like yeah. there there's like high levels of unemployment they have like they they they, they they legitimately need uh, transfers to, to survive in in Sweden because mm. and, and that problem can't ever be fixed because if by some miracle you managed to integrate all these people and they became productive Swedish citizens there would be no reason for the for these jobs anymore you wouldn't exactly. need you wouldn't need thousands of people managing managing the immigrants
2: yeah sort yeah.
0: of and you have
2: I mean you can differentiate the you have you have like companies with the uh, interest of migration also and then you have a lot of companies that, that are not beneficial like they do not benefit from migration so there's a, a lot of class interest that relates to to the current migration policies but i think that uh, for most people in sweden it's not good not <laughs> it's not good for the migrants either but th- this this I, I think that you have a different structure of the transvariat uh, the in the United States, because you don't have this kind of state structure that, that we have. You, you don't have this like huge state. Uh, you have Instead, you have the mechanic of sort of like ideolo- ideological mafia going to the companies. So these people are getting into the companies in the US. Yeah. So the companies have to hire unproductive people uh, or else they will get like sued for being sexist or for being anti or for being racist if, if they do not fill their quotas of these uh how do you call them ideology producing whatever
1: yeah they they're basically
0: <laughs> religious cleric Marcus can I ask you about in a local story that I, I haven't been able to find like an english source on it that really yeah? explained it like what's the the petition scandal that oh. you just dealt with
2: No I'll try to do this one in english as well uh we <laughs> we we'll, gathered Uh, 15,218 signatures in order to make a referendum uh, about an infrastructure project here uh, which is titled Bus Rapid Transit or the Super buses Uh, and it's an extremely expensive project which uh, the idea is that you should remove like the lanes of the cars on on the roads in, in central Ödebro Uh, and then you should have like the buses should have their own lane so it will be a problem for everyone who's sort of driving a car which is basically everyone because this is this is Sweden Uh, and and it's also some sort of arguments about that we should compensate for Xi Jinping's uh, I don't know you know his environmental pollution uh, like we should we should, we should, we should, we should sacrifice in order to clean our consciousness and all this. uh But so it's a problem, and no one wants this. As At
0: fifteen thousand out of what a hundred thousand people in, in the
2: uh, city? Yeah, yeah, it's one hundred and ten thousand, I think. So uh,
0: that's a that's a like a big civic engagement. You're getting like you know. Uh, 10 to 15 percent of the population to sign a petition that's 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 a very popular initiative if you're, yeah, if you're getting those numbers
2: it is and, uh, and that's all the eligible voters uh, we, we need 10 percent of the eligible voters to 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 make this kind of it, it's called uh, the people's initiative is the translation if you go to the law uh, and it, it allows people to make like a to put an issue on the agenda in a municipality or a region, uh, and in order to do that, you need ten percent of the eligible voters' signatures. So in Örebro, that equals eleven thousand nine hundred and sixty people. You As would, of the
1: yeah, you would think for a local, le- I mean, so I don't know what turnout's like, but usually for for a local election, if you had ten percent that would sign the uh, that would sign that. It would almost be a guarantee that you would win if it was about yeah
2: yeah yeah but, but you haven't met the Swedish Social Democrats. Uh, <laughs> they're like if you thought that the Russian Communists was good at their Machiavelli game, you you, you I mean look at the Social <laughs> Democrats they, they know how to to keep their power. Uh, but so we did this and we gathered a lot of signatures. How long does that take? Oh, you have like six months. Um, but this initiative was originally from the like the Liberal Party, and we joined in and helped them together with the Sweden Democrats and also some an independent group that is uh, called the Traffic Rebellion, uh, and then a lot of companies and like just ordinary citizens. Everyone was. I mean, we don't agree with each other on all issues, but we, we helped each other out to, to fix this issue.
1: But I assume, I mean, you put a lot of, you put uh, a lot yeah, of the calories uh, yeah, into we, this.
2: We, we put a lot of work into it. So it like the whole of August and the whole of September, like every night I was out outside the, the liquor monopoly called the Systeme Belaget. we the only place in Sweden where you can buy some proper alcohol.
1: So, so you yeah. spent these months, these weeks, you're out here getting these things. Now you've got them. Big, yeah. big success! Happy, super happy! You go turn them in. The, what
2: happened? Yeah, we turn them into the municipality, and uh, uh, then they are going to count this. Like the bureaucrats on the in the municipality are going to check if we have the the needed numbers, and we knew that we have like the needed votes, um, uh, and then um, or the needed signatures. Uh, the praxis—I don't know if that's the word in English—but like the the way you usually conduct this stuff is that you take samples and then you check if if it's like if it's good. You, you don't you don't usually like count every signature. You don't like uh, research or, or sort of. Go into detail in every signature because that takes a lot of time. Um, and so, so in most of the, the municipalities in Sweden, you just take a sample of it, and if if it's like a certain percent correct signatures, then then it's it's a go, it's it's a green light. But here uh, they started checking every signature like in, in detail, <laughs> um, and then they said like 33 percent of these signatures were were like false or like they didn't meet the requirements and the requirements are stipulated in the law i don't know if the word stipulated is a word in english i used to make
0: but, oh, yeah. but whatever
2: uh, it is it is it is okay okay <laughs> okay all right good uh, it's it's latin i guess
1: we, we i mean so you don't know how bad english is so we use words okay. like conversate and stuff I, and I, yeah. I will
2: try i will try to, to make up more words i'll try to invent words while speaking and see how it goes but okay so, so we so, so so the requirements in the law is that you need like a signature you need a date you need like the social security number which is very important like everyone has their own unique social security like their identity number personal number it's called uh, and then like uh, if if these uh, uh, if this information is not like um, uh, sufficient, then it's good if you have like information about their a- addresses as well and,
1: and this is crazy like why not just hold the damn election if you' have to, to, to do all this stuff to, to take the, the signatures you know what I mean
2: yeah well it's sort of an alibi that the politicians came up with during the 1990s when it was uh, like a trend in political science and in politics. In general, that you you should have like these democratic innovations, as it's called. Oh, so I it's, can it's, just it's,
1: feel them it's, sneering at a plebiscite. You know, like, <laughs> like like who are you? Like you are not. Like we're the government. Like fuck off. Like you have yeah. nothing to do with this. Yeah, and that, that's the attitude. I mean, they they
2: hate they hate the people. It's not. It's not an exaggeration. It's it's the truth. They they don't want them. It's sort of waving them off as annoying flies or mosquitoes. Like, get off my face. Yeah, you're not. This uh, is
1: not your role. You are like an interloper. This is almost like yeah. (laughs) But but so so we handed this in and and
2: they said that 33 percent of the signatures were like didn't meet the requirements. So we demanded see the signatures, Uh, and we start like checking this, started researching how they have done the work and it all started with me calling one of the responsible bureaucrats and it's on YouTube but it's in Sweden it's in Swedish Uh, and I asked him frankly "Um, are you a a prominent member and an active politician for the Social Democratic Party (laughs) At, at the same time as you're like this leading bureaucrat in this process to count the votes (laughs) <laughs> uh, and, and he says, "Yes, I am. Yeah, you are." And then I asked, "Have you been voting on this issue, like implementing these buses in the like the, the parliament of the region?" Uh, and then he says, "Yes, I
1: have." <laughs> that, that yeah that handed the cookie jar so that anyone in the world would understand that. This is this is, just,
2: this is just the beginning. And in Sweden, everything that is bad. Uh, or how should I put this like everything with Russia is depicted, de- depicted as very bad in Sweden, like the, the Russia is sort of the arch enemy, which is strange because the, the Denmark should be the arch enemy since we've conducted <laughs> more, more wars uh, with the Danes, but like as soon as something happens in, in Russia it's bad, so imagine if this was like a case in, in a Russian election you know, Swedish media will—they—they would, would come in their trousers. they would be so ecstatic, euphoric, like it would be amazing for them. Uh, but now it's in Sweden, and it's a social democrat, social democratic politician that's also like the leading bureaucrat in this process, uh, who's been responsible for counting the votes uh, together with with some colleagues. I asked. I, I, I like I, I wanted to get a list about the other the names of the other bureaucrats who who did this. I, I want to know everyone who's been involved in the process, and they uh, classified the 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 information, so I didn't get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we uh, have, we had have this thing that uh, like almost everything <laughs> in the American government is classified. Used mm. to people thought like. Well, this is because there's part of a like uh, you know the the aliens or there's a big conspiracy.
2: It's, it's winning that everything like this information has to be public. It's a part of like the the constitution. So so all, all this information is like it's extremely problematic if you don't get it.
1: Yeah. Like, it, so. And over time, it just became clear like, well, it's just easier just to classify everything than, than <laughs> to, uh, you know, than answer questions. So they just say, well, yeah. you know, that's secret. It, it, it's, uh, you know, everyone will die if we, t- but, if we tell you.
2: But, but this is just the beginning. Uh, so so we checked their, like, uh, what they've done. Um, and they've put, like, either a pink dot or a green dot beside the signature and it has to be said that these signatures cannot be done digital it has to be done with pen and paper and that was a problem because Sweden is Sweden with Swedish weather so during like September-October it started getting cold and you have this like autumn rain Outside the Systém bloget, you have this old lady. She's like freezing. She's trying to write her name, and a lot of information required. They're sort of they're really struggling. It's a, it's a struggling process to get all these names. So it's not like if you print it in I don't know, in some on the computer, it's it's quite readable. But uh, they put a, a pink dot or a green dot on every like signature on the paper. Uh, a pink dot means that it's uh, it's not. It's not okay it's 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 been uh, uh, what's it called it's, it's not uh,
0: invalidated
2: yeah maybe that's the term uh, it's uh, unrecognized I don't know uh, okay.
0: El- eligible, eligible. Yeah, eligible. Yeah, yeah
2: you get the point uh, so it's 2,393 pink dots in the first phase and then like I don't know somewhere around 12,800 green dots and uh, so, th- so those 2,393 dots are supposed to be like thrown in the in in the trash bin. They're not eligible. and when we start checking these dots, we we well we find out that they they've done it the wrong way. Uh, according to the law, these these names should be eligible. Like, and there's a lot of examples. Like they've they've written their social security number on the the line of the date, and then they've written the date on the line of the social security number. So it's just just aesthetical problem, but all the information that is needed to identify the voter is there is, is yeah. there. So a lot of these like problems, but the real, real big one comes to the, in, in the second phase, where the bureaucrats are, are trying to they're, they're supposed to write the social security numbers into two, I don't know, Excel or something, and they, they run that computer file to their, like the state, the government register of our citizens to to identify who is el- eligible to vote in in the municipality and then they found out that nine one thousand nine hundred and forty three names are not eligible voters according <laughs> to like this process and when we, so we people start, that
1: hate your party you have to type these numbers there yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Imagine, <laughs> imagine like bureaucrats typing these numbers in twelve thousand eight hundred times they, they do all this work in order to just fail the initiative. Uh, but we start looking at this as well. And then we find out that they have written the wrong social security number in 70% of the cases. <laughs> 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 and that is not a, I mean that is not a human factor. That is not a mistake. 70% of the cases so we have all the voters we have all the votes that is needed so I, I email the, the responsible like the municipality leadership uh, and I tell them that I, I got this I got the proof I got like every name every example here and I'm not even done yet I've already found like 1542 names that you have declared uneligible which, is, which should be like eligible and uh, and uh, they say that we miss like 1198 names. So so we have we have what's needed to to, to make a referendum basically. But um, so, so now they paused they paused the process. Uh, and this is quite interesting because in the local media they've been hunting me. They've been at me. Like I'm <laughs> they call me Donald Trump. And in Sweden, in Sweden, that's a very bad thing to say. Like, it's not in the U.S. where half of the population, like, voted for him. In Sweden, there's a big consensus that he's a bad guy. Like, it's almost like saying that someone is Adolf Hitler. Like, it's on that level. It's really, really, really insane. So, so they're, like, they're literally saying that I'm a bad guy that because I said that this is, like, cheating. You have cheated. Uh, and now... It's a different like tune in the pipe, um, because they said that we've done everything right and now they're trying to like, make this U-turn, um, trying to excuse why they uh, have paused the process because now they, they will get some external actor to, to do the recount and we will see what they end up with but I think they will try and do some other trick.
1: It'll be, uh, before watch old reruns of The Apprentice, like it's uh, a triumph of the will. But, uh, no. The, so, I, I, it's what it sounds like to me. So, you know, the Soviet Union and, and say, you know, the Eastern Germany, they had like, all these things, all these ways, they sort of get uh, uh, people away from the politics. Process yeah. was all like, was all well done. It sounds like you've shook something loose here. Like these people are not used to.
2: No, there is, exactly uh, there is a consensus in in, in the politics of Sweden uh, between the right wing and the left wing. They're they're all just friends, really. Uh, I mean, the, 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 there's no big contradictions between them, uh, and the problem with the liberal party is that. I, I'm not there to become a friend with the other politicians, my friends are within the people and I want to represent their uh, interests uh, and that makes me an enemy to these local politicians and they hate us because we sort of, we ruin the good atmosphere, that, that's like literally what they're saying to us. Uh, even the even politicians from the so-called populist party of the Sweden Democrats have been saying this like you bring the multiculturalism to to the municipality parliament this is this is not part of the cultural that we have here
0: yeah or, or i don't know if, if if they use this tact there but they, they truly become popular in the last four or five years, here, like, to, we're talking about expertise. As bureaucrats, we have expertise on how yeah. this stuff functions. The the the, con, you know, the hoi polloi should should not have a say in this because mm. you, you know you're not smart enough to understand and, whether uh, or not you should have bus lanes. And, uh,
2: exactly. And, uh, the, so 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 the question about buses sort of translates to the bigger question, which we can see in all countries, and that is like the, how we can see how these. Um, undemocratic technocrats are trying to ride these institutions um, for their own benefit. Like they don't, they don't care about the, the meaning of these institutions anymore. They don't care about the meaning or the idea of, of, of democracy. It's just, they're just cynical.
1: They're just there for their own gain. Um, these, these things were, were, I think a lot of people have a lot of, uh, I mean, just speaking in from America, uh, everything about these kinds of institutions were well thought of during like times of like rapid industrialization and yeah. stuff like that. But now it's, it's, it's these, it's something different before going back to the, 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 where you said both parties. So, uh, Huey long, uh, he said, you know, you, you go to a restaurant, you can get a Republican or a Democrat waiter in America. But mm. it all comes from the same kitchen. Mm. In, in terms of, you know what I'm saying? like, a, a, yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we had this before Trump came. People freaked out. All these politicians freaked that, out. That's,
2: that, that's why I think Trump is so interesting. Because he represents something. Well, it's not like the way I want to have like a, a truly populist politician. But it is, there's something else with him. At, at least with with like the... The rhetoric, the way he behaves, its it represents something different from the way we've been used to <laughs> viewing politicians. But then I don't know how, how long he will go. I i mean, he's a part of the political elite as well, isn't he, in some sense? Oh, yeah. I, 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 yeah.
0: I, this is my opinion about the difference. And, and for the last 20 years, or maybe, yeah, the last 20 years, you've had politicians who... Like ostensibly they're making appeals to the the populist, you know, they're making democratic appeals, but really they're appealing to the managers of various groups. It's like yeah. well I, you know, what am I gonna do for the black community, what am I gonna do for the Latino community, what am I gonna do for the you know, Christian <clears throat> community or whatever? Uh, Trump kind of bro- kind of broke the mold in that he made a direct appeal to like the historic American state, or whatever yeah. you know, it, he's making a direct appeal to to the people. Well, he didn't and, call
2: them fucking deplorables to start with. Yeah, right?
0: exactly. Yeah, he he he. he well, what they can't forgive him for is that he broke protocol. He went he he went outside the chain of command. He mm. went directly to the plebs instead of you know petitioning their managers. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm trying to do the same here. <laughs>
1: yeah it's uh, and we've we've had a few of these people in in our american history it's it's uh so this is the kind of the the caesar thing this is kind of uh america we have andrew jackson um
0: well Mar- marcus marcus says eventually uh he wants to you know we're looking for a national party mm. so it, it, it i know this is very early to ask you this question but like what what do you think that would look like like what would what, uh. what issues would you focus on if you were starting a national party today? Oh,
2: that's a big question. Um, <laughs> well, trying to fix like the, the the core the core of our how do I translate this? Like the core duties. Like we have failed so big now in Sweden. That, for example, we, we can't even we don't even manage our energy. We have, uh, hang on. <laughs> we have, We used to have functional nuclear power here in Sweden. Right. Uh, Energy independence. (laughs) Yeah. uh, We we had a functioning uh, electric system. We had a functioning energy system. But they've ruined it because they're like religious in this environmentalist uh, modern-day religion. So they just shut down fully functioning uh, nuclear power plants. And now, you know, we have this... this, uh, It's called the winter... Uh, that comes every year, it, it's, it's, it's a weather phenomenon which turns the temperature quite cold, I think you've heard of
1: it. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm in and Texas, it's like uh, 85 <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit here right now, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and, and, it, it's, um,
2: and then it becomes sort of a problem, where we don't have enough energy, so it's on that level. Uh, They've they just destroyed fully functioning power plants uh we we don't have a, like a police force that is able to conduct d- d- like the, the yeah. monopoly of violence
0: i've i've seen some some very you know People can criticize American police because, like, they they shoot people too too much or whatever. We're too violent. Yeah. I've seen videos from Swedish police, and it's like they're definitely not violent enough. I've seen videos yeah. of like a a one have, migrant guy just beating the shit out of. The, I, like, I
2: have you know, I recruited this guy called Peter Springer, who became quite famous in Sweden. He's a nowadays a retired police officer, but he. He went out and he, you know, he was, what do you call this, Uh, is he called detective, the one who does the research job? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was a detective for homicide and, you know, um, this heavy stuff. Um, And he said, like, the absolute majority of the criminals that I'm investigating here are, are migrants. We have done something wrong so everyone like in the media like all the political parties went out after him and they called him uh, a nazi a a racist (laughs) and he became famous like in the whole sweden and he was also in some english newspapers as well i think Uh, nowadays you you can talk about these issues but he sort of broke the ice Uh, he's in the party uh, and he's like given a lot of anecdotes about how it was back in the days during like the 70s and the 80s when people had respect for the police like if you and this this is something that is pretty obvious in all countries on this globe that if you insult a police officer you will get punched in the face <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. You, you don't do that it's, it's like uh, and there are of course problems with you know police going out of control and so on, I'm not saying that but but in Sweden it's like the extreme other way around, like the police is just, they end up going to this uh, crime scene where people are trying to kill each other with knives and the police officers are trained to like, analyze uh, which, which one should we take first from a gender perspective <laughs> how, how
0: do we it, it's, it's on that level Have you ever seen the American film Demolition Man Marcus?
2: No, I don't think so Oh, Maybe a, I, I don't remember film titles, but it, it, it's,
0: it was it, it was a Sylvester Stallone, you know, Rambo guy. He made this movie in the '90s about the future, and the future is like it was very, this very kind of like the police in the future and they had this very touchy feely type thing where like they would talk to a computer There like, was a guy who uh. a maniac with a gun and like computer tell me what i do like he's like approach the subject in a loud voice and tell him to stop it's like mm. it, like that's kind of the way they honestly think it, that you, exactly. policing works and, and, it, and the police
2: uh, department has been infiltrated by the same kind of class it's the bureaucrats. It's the, like the academics, uh, are trying to figure out these policies how to 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 like transform the police to something which they which benefits their class. So instead of teaching police officers how to use a gun, they are teaching police officers how to analyze uh, crime through a gender perspective.
1: Well, they've, they've gotten so comfortable and fat in all these areas that every mm. single thing even things that are absolutely necessary become another place to fill up but, more of these bureaucrats yeah
2: but but you have like the old guard like the old veteran police. they they see what's happening and you have like a lot of soldiers have like it's not like, well, we were not allowed to carry guns, but we still have a lot of guns in this country because we hunt elks and yeah, there are a lot of guns in Sweden. Yeah. I was yeah. surprised. So, so and it's, I, I think this will come to a point where people will just fuck up. They, they will just like. It's a pretty dangerous situation if if the state can't handle crime and if the the state can't handle. Uh, these guys people people will do it on their own. and I think that the potential for extreme violence from the Swedish population is uh, I think it's pretty big because um, it's like a what? bomb waiting to explode.
0: Yeah, well, the question here would be, for, like, in, in like every country, every developed country in the world is going to uh, eventually be asked if the government can't keep the power on, it can't pol- keep you safe via policing, yeah. can't deliver you uh, for- potable water, mm. what good is that government? Mm. And the, I mean, the answer is obviously it's it's not other than. As as a scheme to transfer exactly. money from from the from the proles to this they're just, useless bureauc- they're bureaucrat class,
2: they're good for themselves. They're good as parasites. But but to return to your question, what what would that party look like? I think that it would of course be some kind of a, like a, the definition of a populist party. And I think in, in in Sweden that would be a lot similar to the old Social Democratic Party, which is like. I used to say this is kind of provocative to a lot of right wing voters, but all Swedes are, into, to some extent, all social democrats. It's just that we don't say it out loud. But that, that's our sort of, they, they sort of channeled, they used to channel the, the, the Swedish values, at least during the age of the social democratic era, uh, like after World War II to, I don't know, the 80s. Um and I think if you construct a populist party today you would you would combine a lot of aspects of the modern day parties but but I think it would assemble a lot of the the old social democratic party and I think if you construct a populist party in let's say France or Turkey or some states in the US I think the US is a special case because you're basically a lot of different countries as as I see it um, yeah. you you would have like Populism will be colored by the national um, uh, character.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we, we have this. So in America, everyone who makes up the, the rednecks, the, the people that are considered the most right wing, <laughs> yep. all of them, their grandparents were part of this explosive ba- left wing movement uh, hmm. where, because th- that sort of gave them it, it, uh, a place in the world. It's the kind of thing that once you go back like 150 years ago, right wing means like a, a whole different thing but uh it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah uh yeah but uh, people people i guess it's, there's a mass politics thing I'll, I'll stay away from that right now um mm. let me see
2: but but i mean the, the, the most important purpose of the party is to represent the productive classes yes that that, that should be the core of, of, of that should be the gravity of the politics
1: uh, Huey long said uh, all I care about is what the boys at the forks of the creek think of me uh, and this is, he would say these <laughs> things all the time that he would like uh like I like he would be you know in 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 the office and say like N- all these people surrounding me none of these people matter to me all mm. the all the only thing that matters is out there all that that stuff at police is, is funny because they're really starting to play with things that are that are uh, mm uh you know actually quite important i i, I was i'm am assuming what they do is kind of like what they do at place like london or whatever where 90% of the office are are bureaucrats and then they leave like a squad of people who can actually do stuff and they call them when mm. they get scared you know mm. but you
2: all have you, you have this like uh, it's like we're creating a new sort of a nobility where absolutely like, like you ask people, what, what are your merits? Why should you be hired for this position? And they, ask, and they answer like, well, I'm part of this nobility. I'm part of this family, that's why. Like we, we, we used to conduct, as I said earlier, Sweden has played on DD mode, and <laughs> the Norwegians and the Danes, they played on easy mode. So the Danes, they had this meritocratic system in, the, in their navy uh, during the age of the Swedish empire. And we played on DD mode, so we had this inbred system. Where we we took like an inbred nobleman and put him in charge of the navy, and he managed to flip the biggest ship in Northern Europe and and sunk it. Um, th- that's a consequence of playing on DD mode. But but that's we we we're sort of returning to those days. Like why should you run the navy? Well, because I'm a nobleman. <laughs> why should you run the police office? Well, because I'm a retired social democratic politician. That's a true story by the way we had we had this guy Don Eliasson, who's, he's been on every department sort of destroyed every department in Sweden and it's like he's linked to the social Democratic party you have these kind of figures they are like their criteria that their credentials like their merits is that they're linked to the social democratic dynasty
1: Yeah, that's not the uh the interior minister is it
2: uh the interior minister oh we have a new government and as a politician i'm i don't know, <laughs> i do not know
1: anything i kept seeing it, this guy but, michael danberg and a lot of
2: yeah stories of bad government that that is like the guy that i think will become I, i've said this like in 15 years that he will become the new prime minister is he's, he's really a house of cards character in that kind of way uh, true modern social democrats, and that's that's not something good. Like that's the worst thing you can ever imagine. Like I, I, I like the old social democrats, like my grandfather and, and guys like him. But Michael Dembe really represents the new, the new guard. Like the oh, he's yeah. horrible. If
1: you click any story about this bad about Swedish politics, you will see that guy standing there looking stupid. Uh, it's kind of funny. <laughs> That's true. Let's see. Now, okay, but your party you kind of have a uh, you kind of have like a blueprint of how to do things. And this yep. is, and I have seen people that even they, they have no idea of, of of this. Uh one one guys is, is super smart and um uh hmm. uh I, I, there's a guy there's a famous academic I, I, I rather not name he 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 he, speak, he speaks highly of, uh, of Malcolm's work, but I remember mm-hmm. I saw him theorizing and and he had he was sort of almost getting close to like the model that you guys have have, have put together there, which, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I'll state it like primitively. You fix it. Well, basically like you just focus on these bureaucratic, uh, uh, um, reducing the amount of these bureaucratic, uh, uh, posts, these nobility, these nobility things. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. But when you do it, you have to also remember to not become like the ones that you're battling. Like, I see a lot of so-called populist or, or a lot of people that say that they challenge the elite but it would be no difference if they came to power because they just want to be a part of the uh, of, of, of the I mean the part of the elite they just want to become a new elite so I think you have to have some sort of what would I call it faith
1: yeah this is a common thing in radical politics is that mm. uh anyone the people just sort of uh, stay the night. They hang out, and not that we're radical politics, but stuff. That, you know, there's this common thing that people go, "Oh, we go hang out in the radical part for a while, mm. get our name out there, draw some controversy, and then I can compromise and take the big check." And, and one thing
2: that we are trying to do is to not build the party on on um, old uh, old uh, how do you say. <laughs> old wood or, or like used used wood like we're not trying to build a party on people who have been engaged in politics before like if someone comes to the party and says like oh I have been active in this left wing organization in 8 years I would say I, I would run Or the, the, same, <laughs> the, the, the same thing if 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 it comes from like one of these sectarian right wing groups or something like they have been trained to perceive politics from the wrong kind of view I want people that never read a political book I want people that that are ashamed of themselves because oh well I don't know so much about this like th- there you can find the true talents because th- they know how to to do the like the the, the mechanic or, or like the 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 political practice um, in the way that it should be done there you can find the true talents
1: absolutely the, the, the simple things are what are what's so important today, especially, especially with, with the scale that we operate. There's so much information and computers and everything. It's, uh, and these people like you will like, uh, you know, I'm sure when you were in left-wing politics, you know, how much like things like grad school and things are important, I mean, none, none of my friends, like we didn't even like, even people had like been to college, they were walking Hmm. in the same building. They like, none of us even knew what grad school was and those sure. kinds of prestige thing like well you can't say that or you can't do that uh, mm. uh, th- those get washed away when someone's like well what do they want us to do well we should we should go do that then uh, they don't mm. want to bust there well, we should support they you do know what I'm saying you you, you uh, there's uh, I'm just sort of uh, uh, poorly repeating what you said there but
2: yeah no I, I, as I Malcolm
0: agree. said would you like frass with that Frass what i yeah uh, <laughs> <I'm so upset. laughs> Uh you never heard uh you never heard the American expression would you like fries with that?
2: No. Uh. I am I'm, I'm not a, like Malcolm. He, he he knows he knows <laughs> he knows stuff about the world. I do not. Yeah,
1: he he's adopted the funniest uh, uh English phrases that that uh, uh you, only a native speaker would know, but anyway, sorry. Good.
0: If you go to McDonald's in, in the United States and you order something, they'd be like, Oh, would you like fries with that?" What what you is know? what is frass?
2: Like, F-
0: oh. fr- French fries. Oh, uh, you know, French
2: but, fries. Yeah, yeah. I know what French fries is, of course. But
0: yeah, would you like fries with that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. You, you have to you have to excuse my, my but, uh, southern draw.
2: Okay, it, it sounded like this. You said like F R A set, fries.
0: Yeah, that's because I'm from the south. Okay,
2: uh, <laughs> fresh press
0: yeah it's your it's your job to ask like if if, if you're if the <laughs> <laughs> constituents you know they want something it's yeah. your job to ask them okay that's great do you also want fries with that yeah. like you know what what is it that i can do for you yeah exactly
1: yeah right now today you're dealing with this this issue with these uh these signatures yes
2: mm, yeah um and as i said they, they've paused the process so we will see what their next draw will will be but uh Yeah,
1: if uh, uh, if if you're if someone's a Swede, uh, uh, what should they what can they do to to help to to help Marcus Allen? Uh,
2: well, they could apply for membership, but uh, as as maybe Malcolm have said this, we we don't want we don't want all the people like we want all the votes, but when it comes to in house, we want to have the competent like the suitable. Uh, because there's a lot of work building a, a party from the zero level. And if you just have an open door where everyone can enter, uh, the party will become a catastrophe. So you have to be very careful with who you appoint to as a member. But they, they can join us as a member. They can apply for membership on, on our website. They know this. It's not It's not new. They, they can go on to that website and... Check it out. I haven't updated the website for for like a year now. That's bad. that's bad optics. I, I've been doing other stuff. I mean like no i don't I don't have time for the website that's that quite an important stuff to like update
0: well there's a counterpoint to that, which is that the most effective political organizations have the worst internet presence because like yeah. uh it, it's it, it, <laughs> if, if you're actually doing your job yeah. you're probably not down with the latest like web 3.0 or whatever uh, stuff so yeah. like, you're going to have a you're going to have a, a geo cities 1995 web page
2: mm. thank you that that's soothing
1: it's uh, <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah what you said earlier there's an amazing boss tweet uh quote which uh i don't know you probably will not know but uh he's he said what do you want to build your political party he said uh, we need honest men, but uh, very few of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sort of. It, 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 he He's presented as the evil character, and it sounds like he's saying, like, uh, well, he, well, he, well, he's saying what he means. Uh, he wants a well, few, not too the, the, many honest men. He just needs huh. some, a, a few smaller amount of people to yeah. help him build. I mean, there's, a,
2: as in civilization terms, a maintenance cost. Like you need an upkeep for the units. They they cost. They cost energy. They cost time. You have to invest in in, in knowledge. In in yeah, you have to build them up, and and in order to like, we have a few members now. Uh, so we can't we can't increase our party with like a thousand members from from one day to another. We have to do it gradually. So because it's a cost associated with it and and the established parties they well they have other like practical duties when it comes to the party organizations they're as i said established so so it's not not the same kind of problem but i think that's a problem when when people are trying to create new organizations that are like oh everyone should should be able to join no no why i mean if you start a new organization you you develop this it's not like a horn but it's it's like a magnet on your head that attracts all the kind of retarded people out yeah. there,
0: and you're so you're at a disadvantage here because, like, by definition, you can't give you can't give those people sinecures and stuff. Like you, like yeah. that's, that goes against that, the exactly. philosophy of the party. And, and, yeah.
2: and before we entered, like the municipality, and we received since this is Sweden, we received like money from the municipality. Uh, we uh, uh, we had no money. Uh, we had nothing we, we, like we had nothing to start with so so you have to go down the the basement in the inn to catch that rat you, you really have to start a little <laughs> little. and what what can you offer people that want to join like why should I join this pathetic organization well it's if you're insane and if if you like i don't know <laughs> like if if you, if you want to have like do something that is pretty it's not funny it's it's, it's, it's like it's hard work, and I think that the, the first turns of the party are the hardest turns if we are to put it in civilization terms um when when you get your infrastructure up, when you get your units, when you get some settlers and builders, and you know uh then things will flow more more easily
1: yeah the, these uh these early rela- the keeping a small institution it has it has yeah, uh, It's not only the basic ethos of your party, but it's also the, uh, the strength of your party, even you know, those trust relationships and those, it's, like you said, when you hear it, you're here at the beginning of your career, you're very young, and so these, uh, 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 I think you'll have, we'll be seeing you more in, in Spanish uh, history. I
2: would like to be on this show more often because now I get to train my horrible English skills. But I have to ask you, since we, we've been recording now for one hour and 44 mm-hmm. minutes, why am i here like like <laughs> why am i relevant why, why is this relevant to you guys you, you're sitting in in the us why why do you think like the other brew party is interested or have have malcolm threatened you in any way or have he done something horrible to you in order to to invite me here like
0: in the state that I live, we just mm. had a, we just had a big election, like a statewide election. And uh, the election started out like all American elections do. We were debating, like people. It's for specifically for the state for the state government, not the federal government. You know, mm. but the issues that everybody was talking about were all these nebulous national or even world issues that really weren't relevant to the lives of people in in the state of Virginia. Mm. There was a there was this viral thing that happened that became a, like a, a a touchstone about our our state's education system uh, there was a horrible like a, gr- a girl was molested and and this just you know the people in charge of the school didn't do anything about it they covered it up because you know this person was part of a protected class so you, you know yeah. you know exactly what I'm talking about this yeah. this is how this happens everywhere and this ignited the state. In a in a in a crazy way, everybody was talking about this. The the Republican candidate who was fav- not favored to win by any by any measure, like the, he was he was down big suddenly shot ahead, we had there was a huge sweep. The Republicans won all these things on the back of campaigning on this issue that actually mattered to people in Virginia rather than complaining about the communists or whatever or, or, or just all this tired bullshit that we've heard a million times. So like, mm-hmm. like local like localists, like localism, local politics, or that's the only possible avenue for people like us to to ever have a functional government that does something f- for us but, but like
2: it, it, it's the aim for you to create a new party what's your what why do you live why do you exist what what, what is there what is the purpose of you like are are you trying to build a party or just interested in politics and you have a uh, oh no no
0: this this is an like we like we're like what we're doing right now it's like we're we think people will be interested to hear what you have to say. People in America will be interested. To see, you're interesting. You're an interesting figure. What you're doing is interesting. We're well, hopefully we're going to entertain them with this podcast. Like
1: yeah, this is that true. that's this is not an activist podcast. We have people that uh, uh of all political uh, uh stripes on this list. Yeah, is-
0: we're just we're we're just like we're we're just normal. uh Old man, we're not.
1: It's (laughs) not not just us saying that. So I, I I saw that a few other people have 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 talked about your motto, whatever. I mean, if you're, if any people are are involved or invested in, in populist politics at all, which a lot of people who do listen to us are. Uh, you should keep a you should keep an eye on uh you, sh- you should keep what 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 is the party a, a-, a re-bro party? It's just name. That, that, <laughs> by the way, it,
2: it's pronounced it's pronounced the rebrew party. It's, or, or maybe it's easier e- easier for easier for the English people to just write or uh, I guess. I get,
1: we, I, I get scared when I see those dots over the vowels. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what that means. It, it's pronounced uh.
0: Where where. where m- we're Americans, so we're never gonna pronounce foreign things right. And we're southern, which is like that's just accelerating that's, twice, that's twice, twice, twice
1: but that's always a good thing. So like I I have no idea what goes on with the Quebecois party. That's the uh the guys in Canada. And uh but I support it because if you if your party is named after the place that you're <laughs> at. And I don't think that this is limited yes. to local politics. I think that this arise in this in this kind of politics that is that is a relation a more direct relationship between a voter and then a leader is also what's going to change these the these Parties national, yeah, they they elected these guys like Trump and these other populist leaders in these places, but these were just people that said stuff. Uh, They didn't really have the real machines. We sort of jokes
2: about this. Uh, We're saying that, like, telling journalists and people in the established elite that, no, no, don't worry about the Sweden Democrats. They're the Mensheviks. We're the real deal here. We're the Bolsheviks. (laughs) So so, sort of like (laughs) like you have these like different waves. Of populism like you just start with the the low density populism and then it sort of gradually evolves into something it has the potential to gradually evolve into something more more populist if we are to use that term if you get what i'm saying there
1: there were conversations that were had about trump where where trump was in office already as the president of the united states and people were having conversations like well, what could we do to where this, where Trump could could uh like directly connect to his voters like uh, you know could he make a website uh, like hire local people and they go talk to them. You know what I mean? Like the like, how could he initiate a most the most basic relationship? And like, by the way, like you know, the whole time this clock is ticking. That's a crazy conversation to have. Now there's reasons why it happened that way, but the that and like you, I think that's what we talk about. when we say that's the Menshevik. The Bolsheviks will be the people that are come in more slowly, and they have. Like when you walk, like it, it, a, a Trump walking in with a political machine behind him built out, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, those answers, to those questions before you walk in the white house of how do I, commu- how do I communicate to my supporters? Well, how do I know what they want? like, like, that's, that's a crazy conversation to have once you're in there. I'm not saying it's bad. That's just the way it was, you know? Mm. Yeah. Well, we'll be looking, we'll be looking forward to it. Do you, did you have anything, <laughs> do you have anything you want to say before we got there? Uh, no, not really. Um, the, the other reason why we love to have you on is that we, you feel crazy when you talk, like, uh, imagine we had a podcast about doing, uh, uh, a surgery. And we're not doctors. And then all of a sudden, one day, you have a doctor come on the show. We, we, it, it, there, I feel like a lot of people who talk about politics have no idea what government is like. What? What? Like what? A government like they, they don't even know like what a government no, budget exactly. is.
2: They're, they're alienated. That, that's that's why I can't listen to political podcasts. Like when Malcolm has, <laughs> has been a guest in some pod. It's it's really hard to listen to it because the people who, who are doing the podcast and this is not defensive to you guys, I'm not I'm not saying it applies to you, but like. Like when I'm trying to listen to a political podcast and the people running the pod is not involved in, in politics. Like they, they, they discuss politics from like a hobby point of view, like it's an interesting subject. They could they could just as well do a World of Warcraft podcast or something else.
1: The only way they know how Let's just